Welcome to the Beyond the Leash podcast, your number one source for everything canine. Eric Stramans has you covered on the latest training tips, techniques, and more. No more clicker training bullshit constantly bribing with treats. Just balanced dog training that works. Now, here's your host, Eric Straitmans. Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Eric Straitmans, owner of Beyond the Leash Canine Training. Just here on another Tuesday doing another podcast. And this one might be good because I've had a couple drinks. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> They're always the best ones when I've had some drinks. Yes. <laughs> you know, I listen to some of these dog... I, I try not to because I don't want to influence my podcast. But I listen to other dog training podcasts, and they're just fucking boring. Yeah. Like, the science of dog training, and da-da, fuck off. I don't want to listen to you a half hour talk about shit that nobody cares about. I didn't want to wait the week for the next podcast, so I kept trying to find one. I couldn't find it. It was interesting. <laughs> Hated it. So, uh, before we get started, let's not forget that this podcast is brought to you by the good people at Big Country Raw. Feed your dog what Eric feeds Necro, Big Country Raw. And if you go to Big Country Rob's website, backslash BTL for... 15% off. But BTL stands for... Beyond the Leash. Obviously, easy to remember. BTL, backslash BTL, you'll get 15% off your first... Order of BTL or of BTL. <laughs> See, I've been drinking of, of Big Country Raw. What did you say you put in the food today? That what, the additive you said, and I'm like, oh. what is that? Tripe or the, yes, it was tripe. Is tripe beef tripe? Yeah. yeah. How that do you was. how do you buy the beef tripe? I don't know. It's I'm right at, there. Big Country Raw. But what? But do you add it to the food already? Yes, it's a topper. What is it coming? The same bag as the one and a half with the cranberries, you know. So you can buy it in a, in a two pound thing, like it's a one and a half pound, just like the bags with the. And you just like you thought, and then add a little bit, or do you put the I whole thing? I do a third because it lasts three days in the fridge, so I ah. do a third every time. So and it's just beef tripe. Yes, yeah, so I think Nico would like she that. Loves it. I think Nico <laughs> would love that. And we got to be quick because we've had some drinks, and we just ordered skip the dishes. Yes. Skip the dishes. Uh, let me pull up my app here. This podcast is going to be... It's going to be cut short if Skip the Dishes <laughs> here. Let's see. When, uh, how do I get to my order? Orders. I want to see where it's where it's at. Making Jerk House. Oh, shit. We only got 20 minutes till it's here. All right, We're not going to finish in 20 minutes. <laughs> we'll just say, put it on the... Nico will bark at him. We'll say, put it on the desk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So what else is going on? We had uh, Natasha from NG Photography Studios. Let's give her a shout out. She's the one that did our Christmas Santa Claus pictures. Yeah, she did such a good job. You're going to have to get that mic a little closer, do you think? Yes. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she came in for our Santa Claus Christmas pictures, and she had to do, she had mugs, blankets, Christmas Mm -hmm. cards, all kinds of shit. And she had to come drop the stuff off. And I said, I want some more stuff with my Nico. And <laughs> then she said, well, I'll do a photo shoot for you. Yeah. I won't charge you anything because you, you helped me out. Aww. And then I said, hey, Jesse's going to be there <laughs> that day. Can we do some pictures with Maya too? So we got some uh, photos of 
She Nico? did such a good job, too. Oh, my God. They were so good. Yes. I've also figured out how to use the drone and take videos, too. Yes. That's going to be really cool for stuff. Look at the social media. There'll yes. be a video of You're that. You're going to see a bunch of stuff Nico, from me and the doing the drone. <laughs> so, what have I got coming up? Um, in January, we are... This will probably come out next Tuesday, I imagine. Because mm-hmm. we don't have any in the bank. Yes, we're doing. Podcasts. I need I need two or three now. Are there going to be because the some Christmas the break is coming over? Last year I just took a break and I, I did like know. the I, best of. I don't want to do that this I year. I didn't like that. I can mm. go back and listen to them if I yeah, want to. Yeah, we're not going to do that this year. Did I just want to talk about how I like didn't like waiting a week? Well, that's why I called Cat and I said, "Cat, can you do any over this next weekend? Because I want three or four over the holidays when we're not here." Mm-hmm. Is you she know coming? what? You remember Bella's owner? From the Monday Night Class? Yes. She said, Kat's awesome on it because I love her laugh. Yeah, I know. She laughs like Betty That's Rubble. That's what makes she me... <laughs> or whatever the hell she... The, the, her laugh, she said, makes the podcast. Yes, that's so. what makes me question my laugh on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do it now. So anyway, um, we got to get Kat on here. We got to do a couple mm-hmm. over the... Ho- oh, excuse me. <laughs> over the holidays. See, I've had some drinks. Um... What do we have coming up in January, the new thing that we got? E-collar seminar. We got an e-collar seminar. Exciting. E-collars. Probably the most fucking controversial tool there is. So let's talk. We're going to do this whole podcast on e-collars. Yes. Why and when and how and my history with the learning e-collars and all that stuff. Why you would want to use them, why they're amazing, why they got such a bad rap. Mm-hmm. They are probably the most 100%. controversial training tool. Like, even worse than a prom. I know, I've had to explain Oh my God, you times. shock your dog, you yes. shock your fucking dog, that's so mean. As they're dragging their dog. Yeah. Oh no. Um, the e-collar is actually a more humane tool than almost than a flat fucking bu- yes. buckle collar. Yes. I'm telling you right now, a flat buckle collar. So let's talk about my history of e-collar work. First off, David Mann, who's I love, he was great. He taught me everything I know mm-hmm. from the beginning. Um, one, actually, I think I was still an apprentice with him when I did a e-collar seminar, which who is considered. If you punch in e-collar under YouTube, you're probably going to get him. I learned from a guy named Fred Hassan. Mm-hmm. And I spent a week with Fred Hassan. He actually does like a month or two month long, like educating his trainers. First off, Fred Hassan is the e-collar training guy on the planet. I think he's got a franchise of dog schools called Sit Mean Sit. You ever heard of Sit Mean Sit? No, but I like that name a lot. Punch in Sit Mean Sit. Well, it's a great name. Um, I'm going to punch in Sit Mean Sit right now and see. I put Sot. Sit Mean (laughs) Sit. Sit Mean Sit, Frederick, Rockville, and... Oh, they're everywhere. I think he's got like 58 of them across North America. It's literally the biggest dog training school like franchise on the planet. Oh, my God. I just pulled up his website. Training scene on CNN, USA Today, Animal Planet, Outdoor Network, ESPN, Fox, USA Today, People. He's everywhere. So let's look at locations. I just want to see where he is. Because this is who I originally learned off of. Is there a locations thing? Mm, I don't see a locations thing. But anyway, he's got like 50 of them across the planet. 
across it says, North. It uh, says the approach used by sit mean sit trainers is to treat the tap from the collar as a cue for the dog to pay attention. This is no different than tapping a person on the shoulder to get their attention. I, I love that analogy because it is. It too. Well, the funny thing is he's kind of he's kind of got a bad name now. Oh. Like he's got a nickname in the in the industry called Fry Him Fred. Oh, oh, the fuck! <laughs> That's fucking idiot. Hold the thing. Well, no, even no. He, he actually, it. actually does. He turns it up if it doesn't work. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't like his stuff a little bit like that. Yeah. So I went to Fred okay. Hassan. It had to be 2005, 2006. I did an e-collar seminar with him. I, I took my old dog Minga. I think it was in Columbus, Ohio. It was somewhere. It was like a, it was like an event. We had to get a hotel, whatever. One of those like dog training seminars which i have to get my group to start going to yes i used to do that a lot with my apprentices but then covid happened and all these seminars kind of shut down so we're gonna have to start doing this stuff we should look for some on the iacp and plan like everybody Mm -hmm. bring your dogs we'll get some hotel friendly we'll shut the already looking at the hotel friendly dog yeah well i'm getting a pass usually usually when they have a seminar they'll like hey this seminar's in uh Nashville here's the dog friendly and they'll usually make a deal with some hotels because they know the seminar is going to bring in 800 dog trainers from around the world or whatever so we're gonna have to do this stuff but anyway I went to go see him at a week-long seminar and Fred right away when he met me Here's, this is a true story. You don't even know this. He gets to know me. We start talking, shooting the shit, blah, 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 blah. And I was just a kid at the time. Well, not a kid, but I was like 27, 28. Mm-hmm. I was pretty young at the time. I'm 52 now. And right away, he took a liking to me because you know what Fred Hassan did before? And you don't even know this. Do you know what Fred Hassan did before he became a dog trainer? I would like you to take a wild guess. Really? You don't know this yet. What do you think Red Vassen did? What was his employment before he was a dog, dog trainer? I feel like it's something like bouncer or something. He worked off? in a strip club. Yeah. He was a bouncer <laughs> in a strip go club. Straight there. <laughs> I love it. I'm shocked. And for those of you that are, know my story, I used to work in strip clubs yeah. in Niagara Falls before I became a dog. So I became like, I was the little him. I was like his mini me. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about e collar work. So I go to this seminar, and most people at this e collar workshop that, that Fred put on, again, this is. 2005 something like that um most of these people were people that brought dogs that were hey they're being put down if they don't get fixed from their aggression their problem their whatever it is Mm -hmm. they're being put down so and i was there as a dog trainer learning new stuff again most of the people had dogs that were like killers out there Mm -hmm. and i had minga at the time which is a border collie australian shepherd mix and he had Malinois, <laughs> which David Mann had Malinois. And that what brought me into the world of Malinois, David Mann's Malinois and Fred Hassan Malinois. And my dog was actually better obedience trained than Fred's. I believe it. <laughs> like her obedience was off the hook. Like her, like, like Maya's obedience now. Minga's obedience was like the best. Like her healing was perfect. Everything was perfect. Probably even better than, than Bepe. Because I was an apprentice at the time, and I trained Minga three times a day. I'm telling yeah. you, I got up at 7 in the morning, I trained her. I trained her again in the afternoon, and I, I trained her three times a day every day. Yeah. Because I was all about that. Now mm-hmm. I have classes all day. I don't want to train fucking You Nico. literally train people all Yeah, day. last thing I want to do is train Nico. Nico. I imagine amazing. chefs... They order skip the dishes like we just did. (laughs) (laughs) A chef doesn't want to go home and cook. cook. I just cook for eight hours. So anyway, um, 
I remember being at the seminar and everybody was whispering. And it, it would be like, imagine somebody coming here with a dog better than Maya or Nico. That sounds Like weird. the people. The I would pe- be shocked. No, but the people were whispering. You could hear. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh, my God. That guy over there, the Canadian guy, his dog's better than Fred's dogs. Because yeah. he, he, she literally had a better obedience than his dog. Wow. And here's what really got me on the e-collar thing, like more than anything else. I think it was day two of the week-long seminar. And Fred, it was in a, we went to fields, like it was in a big field. And Fred called me, he came up, he had the mic, whatever. And he said, okay, everybody met Eric, yes? You all know Eric, he's from Canada, Mm -hmm. he's blah, 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 blah. And his dog's pretty amazing, everybody can think that. And everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, Eric, come on up here, come on up here. Now, what you guys don't know is most of you are here for your dogs. He's here, he's a dog, he's a potential dog trainer in Canada. I think I was still, still with Dave. Um, he wants to be a dog trainer in Canada, so he's here learning a new thing. So his dog's already trained. His, already, his dog's already got really good obedience, and he looks at me because he was pissed. I'd be pissed if somebody came in here. <laughs> like, he was pissed at all I the people talking. So he's like, I'm going to show this little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> and he said to me, okay, Minga's great, and she can do all this stuff. He said, what can she do at a distance? I go, what do you mean? I go, I can put her on a stay. I can call her. I can drop her, stand her. I can do whatever. What do you want me yeah, to do? Yeah. He, no, he, he, oh, sorry. I said that wrong. He said, what can she do to a distance? And no, I said, oh, I, I said at a distance, I can put her over there. What do you want me to do? I can do whatever. I can call her, drop her. He goes, no, not at a distance. He said, to a distance. Mm-hmm. I go, what do you mean to a distance? And he had his Malinois there. And there was a group of picnic tables about... Two football fields away. There were there was like probably anywhere between fifteen and twenty picnic tables. Picture this. They were in a field. There was a bunch of trees and about a football or two football fields away there was all these picnic tables. It's a seating area for people yeah. in the park. And he said, Pick a picnic table. I go, What do you mean pick a picnic table? He said, pick any picnic table you want there. And I go, okay, see the big tree? Not the one beside that, but the one beside... And remember, there's 20 fucking picnic tables. Yeah. And I go, not the one beside that, but the one beside the one beside that. So I picked one. There's, it's, it's two football fields away, and there was about 15 to 20 picnic tables. And he said something to his dog, and his dog ran to the picnic tables, <laughs> turned around, went to jump on one picnic table. It wasn't the right one. Went to jump on another one, and within four seconds... This dog ran over there and jumped on the picnic table, I asked. Uh-huh. And right there, like, it, I understood that, hey, you're very limited with a leash and collar. Mm-hmm. His actually, his actually school, his school has two names. Sit means sit. Also, he used to, he's also called No Limitations. Uh-huh. And that makes sense because literally with an e-collar, there's no limitations. So let's talk about this first. For anybody listening, I have an e-caller session. I do it in a two-part seminar or workshop, I call it. And one is coming up, and I'm charging $150 for both days. And the it's a two-part system because you got to teach the first part, then the second part. you got to go home and practice the first part for two weeks, and then we can teach the, the second part. It's going to be Sunday, January 21st, part one. At six o'clock and one hundred and fifty dollars for both parts, then you go home and you practice this, and then you come back on February fourth at six o'clock also Sunday and learn part two and once you learn those two parts, you can kind of 
Your translate it. You yeah. can well, not well understand it, but you can translate it to all the. I can kind of mm-hmm. like easily decipher all your training you have now to now e collar. Mm-hmm. So here's the first thing we got to talk about e collar. E collar. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, Nico is working with an arc at level twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> I can't on my arc on my arc on my. I don't think I On can my feel 1900, that. I can feel an 18. Just for those of you listening, I only use Dogtras. I don't mind the e collar technologies ones, but that piece of crap fell apart. Mm-hmm. They're good. And the reason they have to be good is they have to. Wait. <laughs> Whoops, we just had an accident with Nico knocked over the. Was it light. Nico? I thought. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> Nico. No, it was Nico. He knocked over the thing. Anyway, don't worry. Just leave it there. Just leave it there. <laughs> we got lighting in this room or in the podcast room and there's lighting and everything and nico just rocked over one, knocked over one of the tripod things he's not on the command so anyway let's go back to what i was saying um i only okay. like e-collar technologies and um and dog trust dog trust are my favorite mm-hmm. i love the dog trust why because they're one of the only ones e-collar technologies have a hundred different levels and doctors have 127, most of their units. Yeah. Um, Sport Dog is also a very popular brand. You can buy them at uh, Bass Pro. A lot of hunters use Sport Dog. Now, I used to have a Sport Dog with my dog, Dexter. Now, I don't know if I'm going all over the place right now, but the key with an e-collar is I can do a lesser correction than I can ever do with a prong. Mm-hmm. As light as I can do it, I can find a lighter one with an e-collar. I don't think you would feel Nico's level. Impossible. Impossible. (laughs) Now, let's go to the sport dog version, which is eight levels. Now, here's what people don't understand. It's eight levels. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, I think they got some different models that have more, but the model I had at the time with Dexter had eight levels. Now, your 127 and the the eight Mm -hmm. from the sport dog are probably generally pretty fucking high. It's going to hurt. It's going to give you a pretty good zap. But the difference between the the Dogtra, remember, Dogtra has 127, Sport Dog has eight. The eight 127 are the same. Yeah. But the difference between the zero and the eight and the zero and the 127 is so incrementally different. Mm-hmm. When I had my dog Dexter, he would on the do- on the Sport Dog, he would yelp at a seven, but he would laugh at a six. Yeah. And the difference between the doctors and the e-collar technologies is there's 12, 15 levels between the six and the seven. Mm-hmm. The idea with an e-collar is to find a level that's fucking annoying as fuck, but doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. And when you put on, you got a 1900, yes? Yes. Is that what you're using with Maya? 1900S, yeah. Okay, you put on the 1900. I haven't seen a human feel it. Uh, the earliest human I ever saw feel it was like nine or ten, but oh, that's wow. weird. Yeah, that's weird. Most humans can't feel it till eighteen or nineteen. Mm-hmm. And when I put it on people's skin, I go, "Hey, do you feel anything?" And they're like, "No, I don't feel anything." And I so here's the here's the cool part. It's still happening. It's still giving you a shock, mm-hmm. but your nerves are aren't sensitive enough to feel that low level of a shock. Yeah, and I'm using the word shock now, but it's really just a stimulation like yeah. Thames pads. It surprises you, and then if you keep pressing, you're like, oh, that's... You know what I loved having here last time? (laughs) Last time I did the e-collar thing is uh, Teo's mom. I can't remember her name. Kat's friend. She's she's an RMT. 
she does massage oh. and she does a lot of work with Thames pads. Oh, so. And she's, it was too late. She said, I should have brought my Thames pads in to show everybody that the physiotherapy, when we put the Thames pads on their muscles, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It's just a, it's, mm-hmm. it's an electronic stimulation. Mm-hmm. So here's my point. When you do feel it, when you finally feel it, it's not even there. It's like a little, like, what, what was that thing that they used? They just said on sit means sit. It's like oh, tapping like your a dog. Tap on the shoulder. That's exactly when what it Aaron feels like. The e-summer, he literally goes around and finds everyone level so they can see. Oh, it's just that? Oh, okay. <laughs> now, what I didn't like about Fred Hassan is, first off, he uses that right from the beginning. And the first thing oh, he teaches is look, no. which is a little too stressful for some yeah. dogs. I think some dogs look is a little too much to get right away. Mm-hmm. But I like to teach, here's my theory, I like to teach the leash and collar stuff when you're in close proximity to the dog. And then let's go to an e-collar later when my dog's so good, now I'm doing things from 50 yards because now yeah. I need that tap on the shoulder. Yeah. You're Does this all make sense? Yeah. I almost think we could talk, we could do eight podcasts just on e-collars because I think I got mm-hmm. so much to say. We're already 20 minutes into this. I'm not going to say enough. (laughs) I'm not. I know. I feel like we just started. We didn't even get into (laughs) it yet. No, it's 20 minutes in. We're only going to have a 40-minute podcast. So maybe I'll do this as a two-parter. But anyway, um, so first off, you're very, very limited with a leash and collar. Once you get to 50 yards away, what can you do? Mm -hmm. What can you do? You actually told me that story. Here's, oh, go ahead. Say what you, you told were. me that story before, and it like kind of blew my mind because I'm like, when I I can put my own places, but I have to go there. How am I? I could say yes. okay, and and maybe coax her to go that way, and then say stay. But until well, I again, heard that, it, I didn't fully get it. Until recently, I didn't <laughs> do a whole lot of e collar work with him. You know what I taught him e collar with? The place. bed place. That's yeah. the only thing I did it with. So it's great for that. It's great for distance things. Mm -hmm. And then this is something else Fred did that blew me out of the water. He threw all these floating balls. Remember, it was a park. It was like a little pond. And he had his Malinois go into the water. I don't know what commands he used or whatever. But he would tell people, give me a color. So there's a floating red ball over here, blue and yellow. And he had all these balls. And the dog would be swimming, and he'd say red. And the dog would be swimming towards the red ball. And then he'd say, no, blue. And then the dog would stop oh. chasing the red ball, and he'd go over to the blue ball. Oh and my there's, no, there's no way you could teach this without an e-collar. Yeah. Impossible. Because basically what it does is when they did choose the wrong color ball. Yeah, it taught them. He tapped yeah. the thing saying, hey, that's not the right, that's not the right ball. So the, you're so limited with a leash and collar. This is literally... You're not limited to anything. You can literally mm. teach a dog anything with an e-collar. Yeah. Um, so let's go over, because the way I do it, and then I learned from Robin McFarlane. I went to, a, it was just a weekend seminar, but I learned from Robin McFarlane, and where Fred will just turn it up if it didn't work, she more repeats the annoying command. So I kind of took both of their shit, mm-hmm. and I kind of made it my own. I cut a little bit from Fred, a little bit from Robin, and I made it my own. Um, E-collars are fantastic to polish everything up. Mm-hmm. When I did that e-collar with Maya at the e-collar seminar, not the last one. The, the last one didn't work so well. The demo dogs didn't. Well, I wasn't there last time. You weren't there last Were you there last time? I thought that was the one with Maya. I guess you did a different No, one. I did a one after that. Oh. 
I did one after that. And I the demo dogs oh, there were um oh, what's his name dog? That little rat terrier or <laughs> why'd you laugh? His right. name his name's uh he came and took the pictures at the thing. His name's Stuart. He had a little rat terrier. I can't remember the rat terrier's name. You don't know what a rat terrier no. is? No. It's like a Jack Russell terrier, a little bit different. It sounds like what my husband calls no, little, it's little dogs. No, it's, it's a rat terrier. It's it's a real thing. You're laughing. It's probably so cute. <laughs> it's very similar to her. But anyway, his dog came and Luna came. I can't remember who was the last dog that came. It was another dog. And sometimes dogs respond to it in seconds. Sometimes they take a little while. It's mm-hmm. not going to. But when I did yours with Storm... Uh, Toes and Maya. Mm -hmm. Those three dogs made me look like the biggest genius in the world. (laughs) They were so good. And I did, when Maya first learned, she was amazing. Uh, The other Maya. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I did hers in Streetsville, I was already running towards the wall saying, place, and she would run away from (laughs) me. And it was like the first day, first day. So um, let's go over the e-collars thing. First off, I don't care what anybody says. You can tap your dog lighter on an e-collar than with any prong. So, and, and I understand the people that just want force free, all positive. Well, oh, those e-collars are bad, but I cannot understand the people that say, oh, I'll use a prong, but I'll never put a shock collar on my yeah. dog. You're dumb. It's actually less of a correction. Mm-hmm. It's way less of a correction. Way less harmful. Okay, but these people who are against prong, or sorry, correction collars that don't use prong collars, are their dog is choking on a flat buckle. Yeah, saying, but you shock your dog. Yeah, your but, dog is gagging right now. But my bitch. whole, but my whole point here is, but I get those people. They hate, they hate yeah, adversity at so all. Stupid. But they hate adversely choking but, their but, dog but, in but, front of me. But, but no, that's not my point. My point is, they hate any kind of collar. But a lot of people that w- are pro They're prong collar. Are going to be like, oh my god, those e-collars are so bad. No, they're, they're less than a prong collar. Yes, it's impossible. And let's, ex- I did this. This happened at the uh, Fred Hassan one. They put on a prong collar on a guy, and they literally, like, I mean, as light as you can pull a leash. They said, "Can you feel that?" And they said, and the guy said, "Yeah, of course I can feel it. I mean, just a little, yeah, a little like tap. a little tight." Uh, the, can you feel that? And they said, that's as light as I could possibly do it on you, yes? Mm-hmm. And he said, yes. And then he did like a 15 on an e-collar. He goes, can you feel that? The guy goes, no. He goes, okay, let me turn it up. <laughs> and they turned it up to a 16. And then when he finally felt it at like 17, 18, can you feel that? And he said, yeah, but it's not nothing. I can just kind of kind of feel it. He goes, is that a lot less than the lightest correction I gave you in a bone collar? Mm-hmm. And he said, a whole lot lighter. So, um... What do I want to get to with here first? Because I got so many things to say. This has to be a two or three parter. We're going to bring this back. Um, so another couple things they did at the e-collar lesson. Um, first off, they put a to show that every dog takes a different level. They went everybody, everybody. Fred did this, and I do this in my own seminar sometimes. I stole it from Fred. They went around the room and they put it on people. They're going to go. We're going to go up in fives. And when you can't take any more at all, say stop. And the thing is, they went around, and sometimes a guy that looked built, he's like stopping at like 45. And then a girl is going up to 75. I did that in the last one. I don't know if they did I do that in the one you were at? I don't remember what. Well, I did that in the last one. You did do it in mine, definitely, though. It it was was great because a woman. 
there was a big guy oh, and he yes, was like stop yes, at it 45 was mine. it was mine <laughs> and then there was a like older lady and she was like keep going no i'm okay i'm okay and it got up to like 85 yeah. before she said stop so it just proves to you some some dogs will take a lower level that's why it's so important Everyone's to have the 127 yes. levels yes a million percent again let's like go back said, to the let's go back to the sport dog laugh. seven made my dog yelp six he laughed at i needed 12 levels between yes, those two i needed that. a 6.7 which the dog trust have yeah. so we're gonna find a, a, a it's almost like a tap on the shoulder it's annoying and they also have the and vibrate it's just a mode. Form of communication. He can work on the vibrate mode just as well. I know. Maybe I've if not it. better. So, yeah. and I've seen dogs like uh, Artem- Artemis, Narisa's dog. She actually doesn't mind the low taps with a stimu- an e stimulation, yeah. but she hates the shock. The shock's worse. Yeah. So, dogs are all weird, and you have to find find out the difference. Now, a lot of people that are listening have learned my lessons through. Correction collars. And this is the main thing I tell people when you're going to learn e-collar with me. It's like learning a whole different kind of dog training. A whole, They're not even connected. And my analogy with how they're not connected, do you know anything about martial arts? You don't have to know a whole lot. Well, you've heard me say this. Say it like you haven't heard me say this. (laughs) For all those listening that know martial arts, there's many martial arts. There's martial arts all over the place. There's Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, Karate. There's, what are some other ones? Jeet Kune Do. There's Kung Fu. There's all these different disciplines. And what I tell people that learning e-collar training is like learning a different kind of martial arts let's go with the e-collar training or the the regular correction collar training so prong collars martingale collars good dog collars all that stuff that's like learning judo and in judo it is a martial arts yes so it's a martial arts but you're not allowed to punch anybody in judo it's all grabs holds flips arm locks chokes it's a it's kind of like wrestling with it's more wrestling than it is hitting. There's no strikes in judo. It's all lo- leg locks, arm locks, flips. They flip people a lot. They're not allowed mm-hmm. to punch anybody. Yeah. Taekwondo is also a martial arts, yes? Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to take anybody to the ground. You're not allowed to choke anybody. It's all elbow strikes, knee strikes, kicks, punches. That's what Taekwondo is. They are both forms of martial arts, yes? Yeah. So with... Dog training, e-collar, te- e-collar training is dog training. Prong collar, martingale collar, any correction dog training, that is also dog training. They have nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Back to the martial arts. If you took judo and taekwondo and learned two separate disciplines and you went to a judo competition, it was a competition just for judo, and while you were fighting, you accidentally elbowed somebody with a taekwondo technique. They would kick you out or you'd get disqualified or point. You're not allowed to play it. They'd say, hey, yes. what are you doing? This is judo. You're not allowed to elbow someone in the face in judo. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, if you went to a taekwondo competition, which is all strikes, and you wrestled the guy to a ground and started choking him, they go, hey, what are you doing? That's not taekwondo. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> so they are person. completely separate. Yeah. But... If I went to a bar and I had some drinks and some mm-hmm. three guys were drunk and they wanted to fight me and mug me, you're damn fucking right. I'm going to use judo, taekwondo. I'm going to use all the disciplines yes. I know. I'm going to flip them. I'm going to kick them. 
So that's the whole idea of dog training. You can learn two separate disciplines and then use them all together in your training. So it's a great, great thing. It just, and it sharpens up dogs. We just did the Santa Claus parade a little while ago. And that's one thing that that was what changed my mind to okay I got to get Nico completely eco. I I was okay with just training Malaysian collar stuff. He was pretty good, but when I took him to uh, to it's the time though, but it was just it wasn't sharp. I think that's when the I parade time was sharp. He like he Nico. worked off leash the whole fucking the whole parade. Yeah, awesome. like I didn't put a leash on him at all. Yeah, and he had the tab on with the collar. But I had to keep saying, Nico, hey, Nico, hey, Nico. Cause he, he was fine. He was yeah, in front of you a little well, bit, but, but he, he kept, walked the whole parade perfect. Yeah, but he kept I know edging. In front of you. But he kept Stop. edging, and I want to polish know, it up to make it perfect, and that's what the yeah. e-collar will do. Yeah. The that's- e-collar will... It's almost like a correction from God. Yes. <laughs> but the correction percent. from God is a lot lighter than the correction I would mm-hmm. give him with a prong mm-hmm. collar pop. So it's just a great tool overall. Um, you're not limited. And here's the thing. Let's go with someone like Tao or who else in our advanced class has an e-collar on right now that's learned. I don't mean the people that haven't learned. You. Let's go with you. Yeah. So we're in Port Credit and we're doing downstays at 500 yards away. 500 yards away. Yeah. Or in our school at 20 yards away. Or 20 feet away. Now, Maya breaks a downstay. I would go fix her with the prong collar, but she would well, break the downstay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Look, but, but, the e collar. But, <laughs> but, but, but when you're, you're going ahead of what I'm about to say. You want to go get that? And I'm just going to keep talking. You want me to get you a drink? No, just, just go get it. Don't get, don't get me a drink. Just go stop Nico from barking and get the thing. Because he's probably terrified to come in here. Even though Nico's a nice boy and he's not going to hurt him. Our food delivery is here. So this is how real our podcasts are. <laughs> She's doing the food delivery at the door, and our dogs are like, hey, who's this guy at the door? So with that, let's go with Jesse or anybody in my advanced class. They're, let's go with 30 feet away. They're 30 feet away from the school. Their dog breaks. Or they're 100 yards away in port credit. You, have, you can't use both systems together. You can't do... And what? And now we got our food here. Have a seat. <laughs> Hello. That was good. <laughs> was he terrified? He was horrified. <laughs> the most friendly dog in the world. Yes. Nico, get over here, buddy. That's like a boy. <laughs> he's just big, and everybody's scared of him. But he's not. He's gonna kiss you to death. He looked like such so, a goofball. So your dog breaks at twenty feet. Yeah. You have two options now. You can't use both e-collar and prong collar. Okay. Your options are either go over there 20 feet away and pop her without saying it again. Because you're not allowed to say it again. Remember, the rules change. Yes. People are so surprised when they come to the e-collar session and you're allowed to repeat commands. Because mm-hmm. now your voice isn't, isn't the important thing. The tap is actually talking to yes. him. So I'll say down, 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 down. But I'm not allowed to say that if I'm using a prong. I heard people repeating commands, repeating commands. I was like, what the fuck is happening? You're like, they're how come using Eric, an e-collar. How come Eric's not yelling at him for saying the yeah, command? Yeah, I was so shocked. It's a totally different system. It's like ju- judo and I, taekwondo. Yeah. So if Maya breaks it down in the school, if you're close enough, you can run in without saying down again, yeah. give her a correction, put her in the down and say, good girl. 
Or you could, she gets up, just repeat down while pre- tapping yeah. that, yeah. which is a tap on the shoulder, down, 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 till she does it. Now, think about that in the school, whatever, but if I'm in port credit and I'm a football field away, I'm always going to opt for the tap of the e-collar. I don't want to run all the way a football <laughs> field away. No, really it doesn't make sense. I can do there. it right from here. Yeah. It doesn't no, matter. Sure. And now we got some great new products coming out from, they're pretty new, Dogtra. They have the hands-free models now. Remember when we were in the dog park and you said, Maya, when I reach in my pocket, has figured it out, yes? If I reach in my pocket. Really smart dogs will figure out. When I'm calling her, she will drop on recall. (laughs) No, but she knows you're reaching for the remote of the e-collar. to put my hands in my pocket all day so that she doesn't but, know But when. who cares? Now we got this. And you're going to have I one too. Spider-Man thing. What Dogtra has come out with, thank God, is a what's called the hands-free model. It's not really hands-free, but you have the remote for the e-collar, which you can use, which has vibrate, has boost, has all these different yeah, levels. I'm thinking but now I got that. this. It's like a watch, and I can sit it here, but I can also put it in my palm like Spider-Man. Yeah, and then... And it now it's it's literally like a hidden button that I can tap with when my dog never sees me. You remember reach the spray, the Spider-Man spray? You attach yes. it to your arm yes. and then it shoots out. It's, it's like that. If you guys want a visual, think about when you were kids. In the <gasps> so here's the whole thing: the e-collars. First off, they're 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 lesser corrections than a, I don't care if you got a martingale on. You can find an e-collar level that's less than a martingale correction. Less than a martingale correction is pretty well next to nothing. I can find a level which surprises me. I can't like I can't feel the arc until 33. Nico's feeling it at 22. He'll make a move at 22. And when you put it on your own skin and feel the correction, you're like, How the fuck is my dog feeling mm-hmm. this? Because it, it's different sensitivity, it's different everything. Every dog's gonna feel it different too. So that's what the first part is about. That first part of it's the e caller seminar just communicating is figuring out what level is annoying enough for Maya that'll make her want to turn it off. Mm-hmm. With that e caller seminar that's coming up, you gotta learn two things with e caller. One is the positive well, you gotta learn the positive and the negative. What we first teach dogs in the first part of the seminar is, hey, that's really annoying. It doesn't hurt. Picture someone touching your shoulder and going, hey, 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 hey. And I do this to people. Hey, hey, hey. And I go, how long could I do that? We'd be like, hey, okay, stop that. Like, I'll sit down. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay, let's stop touching my shoulder and saying, hey, it's fucking annoying. That's what you're going for. Hey, 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 stop that. you got to find a level. I don't know what you're doing with the driving thing. The car beeping, the seatbelt. Yeah, yeah, okay, same thing with that. When you get in your car and you don't put on your seatbelt, then what does the car do? Does that fucking hurt at all? I don't know, but I fucking hate it. That's still, and and that's still, we have to go back to the four quadrants of operant training. That, that's not, that's actually called punishment. Mm-hmm. It's called negative punishment because you you learn to put on your seatbelt by turning the punishment off. Mm-hmm. 
It doesn't hurt. Does it hurt when your dog in your car goes da 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 da? Does it hurt? No. No, but you're gonna put your seatbelt on because you're gonna be like, that's fucking annoying. That's the. Then I love that you brought that up because I would have forgot that. That's kind of what the taps are on the e call. Yes, exactly. It doesn't hurt when you're driving your car without a seatbelt and it's going da 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 da. Eventually, they're like, fuck this. Put the seatbelt on. I don't want to hear it. That's what you're finding with an e-collar. Where's that annoying level that doesn't hurt, that makes me want to turn that off? Yeah. The only way to turn it off is by to put on the seatbelt. The only way to turn that off, Nico, is by going to your bed and placing on the bed. So the first session of the e-collar lesson is two weeks of finding the right level, teaching them that they control it. I don't want to get into the details. And then the second lesson, okay, now they know I can control that. I can turn it off. I just got to figure out what turns it off. Now we got to figure out, hey, sometimes by not doing something, let's say a dog jumped up on you. I wouldn't even say down, off. I wouldn't say anything. I'd just tap that button until the dog got off. And the dog would go, okay, if I don't do this, it won't go on. The oh, second wow. part, that's like, okay, don't do something and now it, if I never do X exercise, putting my paws on strangers at the front door, yeah. it will never go on. So I never want to do that because I don't want it to go ever go on. Yeah. Sometimes I go in my car and I put the seatbelt on before I even start the car because yeah. I don't even want to hear that I'm thing that once. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't want to hear that once. I just put it on before I even start the car. Um, so that's the don't perform this. If you don't do something, it won't go off. Now on the second part where it's teaching the dog place perform this go over and lie in your bed and it'll go off until you do that and that's the key of the seminar teaching the positive and the negative yeah. don't do this and it won't go on do this it'll go on until you perform this action yes. once you got that you can do anything with a dog mm-hmm. you learn the communication now that i'm finding i'm using this every day now which he, all my dogs, I, it's, it's, it's I did a too, little so bit of it. you can do it when it's key. I never, ever trained a dog fully on e-collar. Like, I did it for things. Um, where is it great for? Digging holes in the backyard? Yeah. <laughs> Let me come back to that, actually. Um, now that I'm training Nico all with this, I'm finding I'm forgetting my prong collar. Because <laughs> that's how good it is. I don't need yeah, my prong yeah. collar. And I'm like, I just need this. Do you want to know what was super good? When my, my daughters knew how to give my corrections and stuff, and they'd, she'd walk nice with them. But the first time she felt the e-collar correction for going in front, she was like, oh, my God, the rules apply everywhere. Yes. It was like it wasn't yes. even me. She was like, oh, I still have to, I have to do this. And it wasn't me anymore. It's just when you're told to yes. do that, you need to do it. So all she knows now is I need to do that. I can't, I can't remember the Great Dane's na- name now. It was like 15 years ago. I had somebody in uh, Lauren Park. And they called. They called me. They were their clients, and they said we can't get our dog to stop digging holes in the backyard. It's a fucking Great Dane. It's like 150 pounds. They go. He's digging landmines in the backyard. I go. Well, the best thing to do that is e collar. And they were a little mm-hmm. bit on the fence. And this is back in the days when I good, would do home visits. And this tells you why e collars can fix fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to their house in Lorne Park, big fucking four million dollar house. And the front of the house had like. Edward Scissorhands bushes. Like they were all like done in shapes. And I walked into their beautiful home and I said, Oh my God, this home's beautiful. I, did, I go, Did you do that outside? It looks like Edward Scissorhands did you all your bushes. Like all the hedges were yeah. like shaped and stuff. They, it was perfect. And they go, You think that's nice? It's very important to us. 
come look at the backyard. And the backyard, <laughs> yeah. which you could tell at one point was manicured nicely, landmines everywhere. <laughs> they go, we can't stop them from digging. So I said, uh, okay, we're going to put this. E-. I actually lent him an e-call. That's how fast it worked. Yeah. I lent him mine. This was back in the days I didn't have a whole, I didn't have 20 of them. I had one and that was it. And I said, okay, let's put them in the backyard. What you got to understand is the e-caller can be a correction from God. Yes. No matter how good you are. You know when I talk about the heel lesson, I say, you want the dog to think they're doing the correction? Yeah. No matter how good you are, some dogs figure out that you got the leash in your hand. That's why I need the watch. So, but the great thing about the e-caller is it works from, those dog tree e-callers are like half mile, a mile range. Remember, they're made for hunters. Mm-hmm, They'll work at a mile away. They're still working. Yeah, some of them are like Waterproof. like up to two miles. Yeah, I read shit you about can a guy swim with it. In me- a forest me- fire or some shit. <laughs> Remember that dog in in the water chasing the balls with Fred Hassan? Yeah, everybody yeah. was like, "How come it's it's not hurting them in the water?" No, it has. It can work in water. They're yeah, waterproof, yeah. and they can work in water. They work in the rain. Your dog can swim and do it. Yeah. So anyway. Let's go back to this couple in Lorne Park. And I said, okay, let's put the e-collar on. We went upstairs. We had the remote. We went upstairs in the bedroom and just watched him like through the curtain, mm-hmm. like hiding. And this dog was walking and he starts digging and we zapped him. And that was a correction. So it was a little bit higher than an annoying one. It was supposed to be like, I wanted to give him a little bit big of a zap. And it zapped him. And he like, like had this look <laughs> on his face like, fuck you, ground. And in his mind, the ground just bit him. That's what I told the owner, the owners at home and the dog. I said, we're going to make it, we're going to make this dog think that the ground bites me. And he dug and I zapped him and he went, oh, fuck. And he got mad at the ground and he started digging again and I zapped him again. And he got mad and he started digging and I zapped him a third time. And then you could see his whole mind go, oh, fuck the ground. The ground used to be fun to dig. It's not fun to dig anymore. Now the ground bites me. And he literally avoided the ground. You can do this with gardens if they walk. And here's the thing about an e-collar that kills me. E-collar, you've heard of invisible fences, yes? Mm-hmm. If I, everybody, if you tell them, if they go, oh, I can't stand e-collars, it's so bad. But if I tell you I lived on Highway 6 with no fences, I had a farm, and there's traffic going by, and I had all this property, and I wanted my dog to run around. I don't have a fence, but because I, I got too much property to put a fence, and someone said, "Oh, put a knee, put a put an invisible fence in." Everybody's like, "Yeah, that's great. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same invisible thing. fence. They put a, a perimeter fucking thing, and when the dog gets within fifteen feet, it starts going off at a low level. Yeah, and then when they get ten feet, it gets a little higher level. When they get five feet, it's giving them a bigger level. And here's what people don't understand: I actually had a uh, podcast with invisible fence owner on here. Mm-hmm. They don't suggest it. I know they don't suggest it just for liability's sake. But what people don't understand, if you put that collar on the dog with the with the sensor and the perimeter of the ha- of the of the property, you only need it for about two or three weeks. You put the dog in without the collar, and he avoids that thing with like the plague. Mm-hmm. So just like I zapped that Great Dane in that Lauren Park house, he he said, "Fuck that! I'm not going to dig anymore." Mm-hmm. Jumping on counters. 
I've had people that didn't want their dog on furniture. Basics of I've had people that didn't want their dog on their furniture. Maybe their upstairs furniture, and they corrected the dog for jumping on the furniture, and that worked. Until but, they left. But they have the phone with the cameras at home. You know yeah. the Rogers, whatever. Watch your home, and they can see the dogs laughing at them, lying on the couch at home because they know they, they, there's nobody here. I'm gonna lie in my. Yeah. I go. You can do this from your work. <laughs> Uh-huh. You you can literally zap the dog while you're at work when nobody's home. Dog jumps on the couch. Boom. Oh, fuck. <laughs> then the dog goes, okay, the couch is what's giving yes. me the correction, not the human. Yes. So I have to do it regardless where I am. Yes. This is definitely going to have to be more than a two, more than a one-parter. There's lots to this. That's just like the bare basics of an e-collar. But anyway, <laughs> e-collars are great. We're having an e-collar seminar. You're, you look at my... Instagram and look at my Facebook. And the great thing about this is I'm going to do it because I, my Instagram's like getting close to 8,000 people now. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of people from out of town or not even only out of town, out of Hours, different countries. Yes. Oh, different countries yes. overseas, they're calling me. So, what I'm going to do, my e caller seminar is usually in person. And I think you get a lot out of being in person. But back in the COVID days, I did one via Zoom. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to open it up to people on Zoom. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be awesome. We got to get all our shit Especially together. Especially because you'll have I'm the not the biggest tech like guy. There. Well, I'm worried about people logging in. They've already paid and then they can't see it, but we're going to get it all settled. We got we're a month to figure this out. out. We're going to work out all. So I can do a Zoom meeting with up to 100 people. So it'll be good. We'll I'm going to find a way to get more people. Don't worry. Uh, whatever. We'll figure <laughs> this out. So e-caller seminar is coming on the 21st of, it's a Sunday of January, and then the 4th. Part 1 is 21st, $150 gets you both parts, and I'm also doing a thing for people in person. If you have a couple, it's $50 for your plus one, because I know a lot of people here are couples, and they want to bring husband and wife, so $200 for the couple, 150 and 150 for the Zoom call as well. Mm-hmm. Pretty good for both days. Awesome. And again, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do more we're gonna have to do more e call. Oh, and let's not forget this. If you're looking for an e caller, my good friends at zingerwinger.com. Zinger is Zinger Sports Gear in Milton. I've known them for going on 15, 20 years now. Yeah. I've always bought my they are actually the dog uh distributor in Canada. They're like the official. They're the official one. And if you mention Beyond the Leash and go there, say, I know Eric from Beyond the Leash. That's why I go. They give you a 15% discount as well. We got, I know. We got 15% discount on Big Country Raw. We got big 15% yes. discount. No, I think it's only 5% for the e-callers because they're so what? expensive. No, it's 15 No, then. it's 5 It's 5 I It's 5 didn't end up paying tax. Though. Well, maybe they give you a better deal. I don't know, but it's 5%. But whatever. When you're talking about a four or $500 e-collar, that's still pretty I good. I think Eric's wrong. No, I'm wrong. I'm right. It's 5%. 15% for Big Country Raw, but 5% for Zinger Winger. But still, when you're talking about a $400 product, that's pretty good. 13%. What are you talking about? Includes Beyond the Leash discount, 13%. Where are you reading? My receipt. <laughs> oh, they probably give you a different discount because it's only 5% from us. I don't know. That was a couple years ago. Yeah, whatever. Um, so go to Zinger Zinger Dog Gear. They're in Bronte Street. They know me really well. Buy your e-collars there. They and even if they and because this is coming out Tuesday, maybe go to them now because they're going to have to order a bunch. And especially if you want a special one, a hands-free one, they will order it for you. It takes them about three to f- two to three weeks to get them here from from Dogtra. 
Then you're going to go on the dog show site and you're going to be like, they're cheaper. Yeah, it's American fucking money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the time you pay the duty and then uh, the changeover. There's no point even looking yeah, at that. Yeah, there's no point in even looking at that. It looks nicer, but then you got to think it's American money. So yeah. it's a lot. And yeah. then you're going to have to pay duty and all that crap. Yeah. So that was pretty good. We're going to definitely have to do, do a two-parter. So go to, and do, I always forget to say this. I haven't said this in so long. Don't forget to rate. Subscribe. Subscribe, download the podcast, make it even bigger than like it, it is. <laughs> I, I think different platforms, you can do different things. You can yeah. download, you can rate, whatever. Okay, so that was pretty good. Um, we're going to have to make this a two-parter. Yeah. Or just talk I'm more excited. about e-callers. Yeah. yeah so, so come to the e-caller lesson, and we're going to do a podcast on how that went. Maybe we'll bring on somebody that came to the e-caller lesson and say, how did your dog training improve oh, from the yes, e-caller? We'll pick somebody fun. in the group. Say, you're going to do a podcast with us and talk about how much you sharpened up. Because oh, that's yeah. really what it's about, Huge. sharpening it up. Yeah. So we always finish these podcasts with these little calendar. We tried to find one and um, didn't have one. No. Um, but this calendar gives us little dog trivias, dog little tidbits, tidbits about dogs <laughs> and facts, which is pretty cool. Um, this one here, again, I don't even know this one. I didn't check it before. Wild Dalmatians usually have black and Black or liver-colored spots, the breed standard, it says in brackets. Some have blue-gray, orange, or yellow spots. I have never, ever I seen have, a Dalmatian. No. That should be the my new breed standard. I, I want a Dalmatian with yellow spots. That's my new thing. I'm going to look it up as soon as we're I done. know. <laughs> so it says blue-gray, orange, or yellow That's spots. so cool. I've never heard that in my life. Me I've never either. seen that in my life. The first wow. thing I'm doing as soon as we're done this podcast is Googling images, <laughs> orange spotted Dalmatians. <laughs> I know. Wow. But they would, they would can be considered not the green standard. Oh, Blue, gray, okay. orange, or yellow spots. I want, a, I want a Dalmatian now with orange spots. <laughs> Dalmatian. I'm say, what's wrong with your Dalmatian? I'm say, I don't know. I brought them this way. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks for listening. Uh, e-caller, we could talk about way more than this over and over and over. So that was yeah. a 53 minute podcast. Leashless leash. We should do more stuff on e-callers. I am so excited for the seminar. All right, everybody. So if you want to do the seminar, remember, we got a lot of people listening to the podcast from out of town. This is something you can do via zoom. Only so many spots available. If I'm you, don't, spots. you don't, you don't <laughs> need the training prior it helps, but you don't really need no, it. So it's a great don't. thing yeah. for somebody listening to the podcast in Edmonton that just wants to maybe get a little bit of help with their dog through e-collar yes, work. Sure. We'll show you how to do it right, not the wrong way. Yes. Definitely. All right. So thanks for doing this, Jesse. Thank you for thanks having me. Thanks for listening. Me. Thanks for Maya and Nico for not being too bad until the food delivery <laughs> got here. Let's go eat. Right. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Beyond the Leash podcast. We hope you learned something valuable today. For more information or to connect with Eric, check us out at beyondtheleash.ca. We'll see you next time.